Hello and welcome to the Student Conversation Podcast. This is episode one, the effects of COVID-19 on elders in our community. My name is Fraser Day, one of your three hosts for this episode. Today I'm joined by Zalika Ledet. Hey guys. And Lennon Hen. Peace. The COVID-19 pandemic took the world by storm when it began spreading in December of 2019. It didn't take long for scientists and researchers to figure out which demographics were most vulnerable to the disease. According to Johns Hopkins Medicine, research is showing that adults 60 and older, especially those with pre-existing medical conditions, especially heart disease, lung disease, diabetes, or cancer, and cancer are more likely to have severe, even deadly coronavirus infection than other age groups. Additionally, the Commonwealth Fund, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization specializing in healthcare, found that older adults in the U.S. would struggle with more than just risk at their health. Due to the pandemic, older adults are, were most likely to experience economic difficulties, have doctor appointments canceled, and assistance with daily activities. In today's podcast, we want to focus on how elders in our communities have struggled to adapt and preserve when tackling the COVID-19 pandemic head-on. Fraser's and Lika and I's communities give insight into how COVID-19 has affected the elderly in the greater Houston area. In the preceding sections, each of us will lay out personal experiences from friends and family in an attempt to show what it means to be an elder during the COVID-19 pandemic. As a resident of Fort Bend County, I got in touch with a person who I think knows best how impactful COVID-19 can be. Jack Pigeon is an 81-year-old retired pastor who lives in Katy. Pastor Jack shared with me some of the scary moments him and his family lived through when he first caught the disease in August of 2021, back when Fort Bend County was averaging over 300 newly reported cases a day. On a Friday, uh, just felt terrible, and uh, family took me to the ER and uh, they took me to the hospital, I think, Memorial Hermann or Methodist. And I went in. I, I was there a, a couple of days, and they let me come home on a Sunday, uh, which was kind of weird because I, I, I didn't feel 100%, but I came home. Mm-hmm. And then a week, uh, uh, next Friday, I felt bad again. And so we went back to ER, and uh, they took me back to the hospital. And I'm in there for uh, seven days, and I guess got treatment. Uh, you know, gave me some IVs. I couldn't eat. All I did, all I wanted to do was sleep. And uh, I don't think I ate a meal. I think I drank a bunch of Boost uh, that bring me in the morning. And gosh, that was it. Just no strength. Uh, the physical therapist came the last couple of days, and I had to just walk around my walk around my bed really. And it was difficult. Although he's feeling much better, Pastor Jack's battle with COVID isn't over just yet. He's still struggling to get back to 100% health. I'm still weak in my uh, in my muscles, uh, my arms, my legs. I still uh, I'm not steady. Uh, I still play a lot of golf, as you know. Right. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not steady. My I still uh, I walk kind of different, but I just don't have any energy. Uh, 
in my in my the muscle my muscle tone is still bad. It's just right. I don't I don't hit the golf ball as far as I used to hit it. And if I walk, I get uh, I get tired. So I guess I'm still lingering with that. I- Johns Hopkins Medicine calls these symptoms long COVID. And according to a study from King's College London, about 1 in 5 adults older than 70, or 21.9%, who tested positive for coronavirus developed long COVID, compared to about 1 in 10 18- to 49-year-olds. To close, I wanted to get Pastor Jack's perspective on what he thinks younger generations need to know about this deadly disease. Well, that it's real. And, you know, take care of yourself, eat good, exercise, you know, that's... Keep your body up, which is, uh, you know, I'm 81 years old and I'm, I'm in pretty good health. But just just eat right, uh, sleep, rest. I think those are all the main, uh, uh, the main things. In addition to good health, the CDC recommends that everyone ages 5 and up get any of the currently authorized COVID-19 vaccines, which are safe and effective to reduce risk of severe illness. At the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, young people believed that they did not need to worry about COVID as much as people in older age groups. The virus seemed to only drastically affect people that were older, over the age of 50, around that era. Although some young people decidedly took the situation less seriously than many other groups that could be more vulnerable to the virus, Many young people didn't care about the potential of catching it themselves, but remained understanding of how it could affect people in their family or friends. Families that met every weekend to mingle and see each other suddenly were being advised to stay at home, avoid direct contact with people you haven't seen. Unfortunately, many young people wouldn't understand the severity of this until you end up losing somebody that's close to you. It, it didn't bring too much concern yeah, to me. it didn't bring too much concern to me at that point until somebody caught it. And then I had, you know, somebody pass from it. Then I oh, thought, okay, 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 like, that's what it is type shit, like. Yeah, so someone, so you know someone that passed from yeah, it. Yeah, I know, like, church friends. You know, like okay, so yeah, like people that, that are old. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, okay. Um, So with church, right, Um, that's a good example, right? Because you'll see a lot of elders, a lot of older people that really, they take that seriously. How, how would you say that was impacted from that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you I go know, there now, do you see people, like, super super uppy about masks or, or vaccines uh, or anything they like are, that? They are uppy about masks. Um, I think that's just to stay safe. But, better uh, safe than sorry. You know, yeah, better safe than sorry. So they they actually were, like, not even trying to open back up, you know, when everything else was opening oh, back okay, up. Like, okay. they were one of the churches trying, like, to not open back up, just do stuff online and stuff like that. And, you know, the online stuff was, was it was cool for a while, you know, when you have to stay in the house and shit like that, like, it was cool, but I don't know. Something about going there and being there, I don't know. But yeah, yeah they, they were like clamped about the mask. They was like, you gotta have them on hand sanitizer. Every like, shit was crazy. They took it serious. People's daily interactions changed drastically. Large events, as mentioned, church. People of the older generation are suddenly unable to come. They have to attend online technology they don't understand 
and they don't get to see the people face to face. It's just not the same. The frequencies of which we in-person interactions happen, you know, instead of being able to visit every weekend or travel to see people every day, we have to limit ourselves to socially distanced meetings or staying in houses for long periods of time. The emotional toll this took on people is unlike things most people have experienced. Only being able to see your loved ones from a distance through a window isn't as intimate as being able to hug and touch people. Really like with mine, it was more just I would go over there, not really leaving the house, uh, okay. not too much leaving the house. Very conservative, right? You know, just everybody's way of life changed. So, but for the seniors or the elders, it's just way more drastic. Like they, you thought people were stagnant before; people was really stagnant now. Today, I have two guests here. You can introduce yourself, please. My name is Soraya, and I am nine years old and in the fourth grade. Hi, um, my name is Michael Wilson. I'm 16 years old, and I'm in the 10th grade. Great, guys. Well, welcome to our the Student Conversation Podcast. Are you all excited? Very yes. excited, yes. Great. So, Zariah, I am going to start with you, right? So, can you give me an idea of an age group that you consider to be elderly? Um, my age group is 53. Okay, Micah, how about you? 70 years old and up is definitely elderly. Okay, Zariah, how has COVID-19 affected the way that elders in your family spend their time? Um, we don't get to see each other much and we don't have holidays together. We text, we get on Zoom calls with them, and we send them letters. We don't get to see them all the time. How did that make you feel? It made me feel pretty sad because we had to stop going places without, without masks. And if we don't have a mask, we can't go anywhere. And wearing a mask is what's keeping us safe from the pandemic. Okay, Micah, I'm going to transfer to you. What changes, if any, did elders have to adjust to during the pandemic? Well, just backing off on Zariah, we didn't get to see him. And whenever we did, we'd have to be more cautious. And we were just limited in seeing them. How did that make you feel personally? Um, Personally, you know, I didn't get to see him as much. So obviously it made me a little you know, a little down, sad that I can see him, especially if uh, they're elderly, you know, they, they can't get out the house. So uh, we have to go to them. And if we can't go to them, then, you know, make us sad. Who in your family impacted you the most during the pandemic um, in regards to not being able to see them? Or if you did see them, how did the pandemic change your visit? Um, probably just family in general. Probably mostly my cousin. Uh, you know, we usually would text, you know, or and call. That would be easier for us. But seeing seeing each other in person, you know, it's just a different feeling. It's a different, you know, uh, experience. 
So just to end, thank you so much, guys, for being a part of the Student Conversation podcast with me in regards to the COVID-19 pandemic. And I will end with this. Uh, when, when I, when COVID hit, my children were, that are your age, my children were in school and um, they did not go back after spring break. And of course, my main focus was to keep them safe. It was the most important job. And I just remember trying not to stress as a mom who works in the healthcare industry, bedside with uh, patients who were coming in nonstop um, who had contracted COVID-19. So the most important thing for me was to keep my family safe. But again, thank you so much for joining us, Micah and Zariah on the podcast. For me, talking to Pastor Jack put the pandemic into perspective. From the beginning of the COVID outbreak, I was worried, especially when I saw how devastating it was for Italy. The pandemic became tangible whenever Pastor Jack told me about his experiences. None of my family had COVID, and none of my friends who did get it had serious side effects. Listening to Pastor talk about how the disease affected his health, his two trips to the ER, and how he's still recovering makes the pandemic feel more real, and especially important for the elderly. Lennon, I know you talked to a couple of uh, guys in their 20s. How was your experience? My experience talking to it, it, it brings into perspective how people my age saw the people around them being affected by it. So many people didn't take it seriously. They didn't care about it. But whenever you see someone die or you see someone with long-term health, health effects from it, it's going to have a long-term emotional impact on anyone that this has. So it's unfortunate that it takes that length for people to even care about that. But, you know, here we are at this point. Um, what about you, Zalika? Well, my perspective changed as a nurse in the medical field. Um, and, and also what we saw during our interviews from Pastor Jack and then, of course, to Dave and Diree and then at the end of Zariah and Micah. Um, the situations were the same. Um, there was a lot of seclusion. There was no emotional support. Uh, and the the healthcare providers were that to the people. And I think what changed my life was to, as a nurse, um, checking in patients in the emergency room like Pastor Jack is if you had tested positive or you were assumed to be positive, that was the moment where all of your family member, the only communication that you had was via phone. Um, and what was most gut-wrenching for me was holding the hands of elderly without their family members. I became the family member. And then being in that space where people can be confident um, in dying like that to to think about that that is uh, something I'll never forget about this pandemic um so thank you so much Frazier and Lennon for being on this podcast this the student conversation podcast this is only version one guys and I guess it's a wrap and we'll see y'all next time see ya bye-bye